You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast while we record under duress, late. audio difficulties but we're here for you today my name is john my co-host tiny is here hello and we're once again together in my closet (laughs) to bring you the best and most odd news stories we can find including one we missed last week that's right (laughs) about a guy missing behind the cooler at a grocery store for 10 years. How you doing today, Tiny? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. Had a good weekend. Sorry. You've I've, been a busy guy. Yeah. I went canoeing 25 miles down the Buffalo River in Tennessee. Uh, pretty popular trip if you're a scout. In, Did you see any buffalo? I didn't. Saw several cows, though. <laughs> okay. I saw a bald eagle. Hey, all right. Yeah, that was cool. Felt, America. Felt just like America. <laughs> Hudson lost his brand new glasses in the river. And, okay. Bummer. Um, yeah, but it was a good trip all around. Got sunburned on the top of my knees. Okay. How I was sitting in the canoe, and I did not reapply sunscreen because I thought I was tougher than the sun. I found <laughs> and out I was wrong. wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, you got any good stories this week? I do. I have stories about Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, okay. We've kind of held off. It's a little controversial. We've, I was about to say we've. Hey, his name has been brought up. Yeah. On the show. Yeah. But a story which I thought couldn't get any worse. It definitely, definitely took us a wrong turn. Yes. So we will be talking about that at some point. We are. We're also going to talk about. Another horrible story. <laughs> this, I got a bad one, too. This is like a, a PG-13 plus yes. show. Just so everybody knows going ahead, going straight into it. Yeah, I think I've mentioned this before on the show, but if I haven't, this is we're T for teen. Right. And it's not for language. It's just for content. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. We will go where the news takes us. Exactly. And sometimes, like tonight... It takes us to some dark places. Yes. Yes. There's some definite dark corners of the news universe that we've had to go to this this week. Yes. But, uh, well, why don't I just get it kicked off here with a story we left out last week. And this comes from the HollywoodUnlocked.com, which is a trusted news source. (laughs) Everyone goes to HollywoodUnlocked.com on a regular basis. Yes. Um, and the headline reads, man missing for 10 years found dead behind store cooler. So, yes, guy's been gone for 10 years. The father of a man who went missing over 10 years ago wants to know how his son's body went unnoticed behind the cooler of a supermarket he once worked at. 
I would say that's a logical question so, to ask. I was about to say, so this guy, he uh, he just doesn't show up for work one day. <laughs> I guess so. Or maybe he does show up for work. <laughs> maybe so. And he just disappeared right. in the store. Yeah. And lo and behold, they find him yeah. 10 years later in the store. <laughs> Construction workers who were removing shelves and coolers from a former no-frills supermarket in Iowa discovered the remains of Larry Eli Morello Moncada. Beautiful name. Yes. Uh, just rolls right off the tongue. Who has been reported missing since November 28, 2009. Wow. And in an interview, his father details the night his son disappeared. We went out to find him, my wife and I. Another friend came to help me. We, we got up early and couldn't find anything. It felt like the earth had swallowed him whole, Victor Murillo said. Murillo's father said he called the police and notified them of what happened. Uh, and Sergeant Brandon Danielson said Murillo Maconda went missing during a snowstorm. Wait a minute. Yeah. Okay. The parents believe that maybe he was off, his, off of his prescription medication and he wasn't in the right frame of mind, Danielson added. And his parents are grief-stricken and do not understand how he could have been left there for so long. Our heads are spinning, finding this out after so many years, and it's a little distressing, and it makes us feel a lot of pain. That's understandable. I, yeah, how do you just go missing? Did nobody, I mean, nobody must have looked behind the cooler, right? Yeah. Unless he fell into some kind of time slip well, or something. It says investigators believe his son died an accidental death after climbing into a cooler and becoming trapped. Okay. One of the managers back in 2010 said that it wasn't uncommon for employees to come in and out of the place unnoticed, so nobody really questioned if someone was there. They closed the building. The freezers weren't working anymore. So how can a body just be there? His dad said as he wept. Yeah. You know, I'm wondering think, like, hey, let's sweep this thing out or something. So when they say cooler, they're, are they talking about like a, a meat cooler or, That's what I assume or something? It's a walk-in cooler. And it didn't work? Yeah. I, well, they, once they closed the store down, of course it didn't work. Yeah, but nobody, what about when he was working? Well, what about 10 years ago? Well, maybe he got frozen in the back, like frosted over. Nobody thought and about did it. And did they not sell any frozen food anymore? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm right here with this dude's dad. I have questions. Yeah. According to the police, the former employees that said that Murillo Maconda wasn't supposed to work the day of his disappearance. Um, and that's the end of the story. Now, I will say, my dad ran a grocery store for forever. Right. Uh, still runs a grocery store. Has ran a grocery store my entire life and prior to me. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's never lost a man on the job. No, but my brother and I used to always play in the back room. I, this scar by my eye, which <laughs> yes. no one listening can see, but I have a scar by my eye. I got from falling. I would climb on top of all the boxes, and I fell, and I cut it on a crate that had eggs in it. Whoops. Yeah, had to get stitches. Did you break any eggs? <laughs> No, no, because they they ship them in a metal crate. People don't oh, really know. Or okay. they did back then. I don't right. know if they still do. I don't guess they do because all our moving boxes were egg boxes and they were cardboard. Hmm. But uh, my brother was crawling on top of the walk-in cooler and actually fell through the roof into the meat market one oh, time. no. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How much was that to get fixed? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't. I was too young to inquire about bills. <laughs> yes. But yeah, so we used to just wreak havoc back there and have a lot of fun. I once set a trash can on fire. I mean, it was just a lot of good times. You learn a lot of things in the back room of a grocery store. Mm -hmm. 
But I don't know how you could go unnoticed in a walk-in cooler. For 10 years. For 10 years. I mean, that's I mean, crazy. People buy. I mean, okay, frozen food. Yeah. D- despite my attempts to convince my wife it is good longer than the expiration date says <laughs> yes, on the package. It totally is. <laughs> but it does go bad eventually. Right. So that stuff has to be rotated in and out. Yeah. You would think someone's got to be in there. Well, you know, they're getting trucks in. Yeah. They're having to store stuff. You know, I think somebody would notice unless he like, you know, the way the cooler was. Somehow got behind some shelving Yeah, got or something. behind some shelving and they couldn't see him or something. I don't know. I mean, it, it sounds like the guy may have had some issues since his family thought he was off of his medication. So maybe he just went in there with the intent to have a cold death. And like, Man. it was always my dream when I owned the restaurant just to die right in the middle of lunch one day, <laughs> just so everybody would have to deal with it. So maybe it was something like that, you know? Well, but how sad is it that nobody, everybody waited 10 years yeah, to deal with it? Like some construction workers find him? Golly. Like imagine if you're the construction worker who <laughs> no. comes across that. You know, you're mean, not prepared for that at all, you know? No. You're ripping cigs and drinking beer on your break. I bet that story gets told in bars oh, you a hundred times a year from now on. You're like, hey, my buddy Larry found a dead body in this old grocery <laughs> store we're renovating. Golly. Man. I mean. I don't even know the dude, but he deserved more than that. He that's definitely sad. does. He Golly. definitely does. Man, you know he stunk, too. Well, you know? okay. That's, well, I guess after 10 years, if he's in the cooler with it well, running. After, you think we would have found him if he stunk. Yeah, well, before ten years has passed by, when, right? When the cooler was operational and he was cold, probably no sin at all. Once right. they shut that store down, though, mm-hmm. ooh, man, I mean, our fridge was unplugged. We cleaned it out too beforehand, but it was unplugged for like a month in between moves. And when mm-hmm. we opened it up, it was like death in there. Wow. I thought one of my children had died in it. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> yeah, golly, that would have been really bad too. If like Libby crawled in there, we didn't miss her for a month. Man. I'm glad that didn't happen. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's go from. <laughs> let's just start it. We started that off just on a morbid, say, you know, guy, a dead, dark weeping. story number one. Yeah, that's just to set the tone. <laughs> yes. And we missed that one last week. So we're just bringing that back to satisfy our audience demands. Let's go from bad to worse, shall we? Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> this next story is. An Arizona man learns that his mom's body was sold to the military for blast testing. Oh, wow. Now. Now, hold on now. Can you just sell a body to the military? Apparently. Okay. Uh, Just hmm. FYI, there was another story that we didn't cover last week on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> it was a body donation center. You know, I'm sure everyone has heard, you know, why don't you sell your body to science right. or donate your body to science yeah. or whatever. Turns out there's a lot of interesting things that science can do with dead bodies. Okay. Once someone's dead, yeah, they can sometimes go to the University of Tennessee. They have what's called a body farm. Where, oh. Yeah. The, are they trying to grow some football players? <laughs> <laughs> well, if they are, they're failing miserably. <laughs> that was wrong. But, I'm sorry. That's, I'm sorry, Tennessee fans. <laughs> Y'all don't deserve any more pain. I know. But the forensics, what, the, the yeah. school of forensics at Tennessee will actually, they'll take human bodies and they will study decomposition so that oh. when 
you know, law enforcement and you know investigators yeah. when they find a body they can say well it's been here six months yeah based right. on like the uh based the fauna that has yeah. you know taken residency right in the human person and, and all this other stuff and temperatures yeah. they can gauge how long that body's been there wow. or what's happened to it okay Oh, that's, yeah, they have, that seems legit. I mean, that acres, seems like a useful thing. Yeah, they have acres of of people out there. They're, they're studying. Bodies. They're studying what happens. I, to I them. thought it was the river that stunk when I was up there. <laughs> you know, yes. that's wild. Okay. Well, okay, that's just one thing. There's yeah. a, apparently they're gonna start putting them in the stadium for too long. So they're not filling it up like they used to. I got a bunch of. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh man, we're sorry, Tennessee fans. Uh, yeah. It's not our fault. No, we didn't do it. No, I mean, I y'all made the classic mistake that we made, which is running off a pretty good coach, and yep. then you've been in hiring just duds, and yeah. we went through that too. So, and y'all beat us like seven years in a row during that time. So, yeah. So, yeah, I think we're up to like what eleven now. I lost count. Yeah, I years know. ago. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> but anyway, I'm say Philip Dole. Kicked field goal one time to tie a game up there. If I remember right, I think it was Philip Dole. It was one of the greatest moments yeah. of my life. Anyways. There was a body donation center, and uh, I'm trying to find out where it was at. Oregon. <laughs> Please be Oregon. <laughs> I'm just guessing. I'm just going to start naming states until I get it right. <laughs> well, anyway, there was a body donation center where that was raided by the FBI, yeah. and they found it to be a little shop of horrors where – yeah. They had like a woman's torso with right. a man's head sewed on it, like, yeah. uh, you know, hung up on the wall, oh, yeah. like art. You yeah, know? sure. Just playing around. They had a cooler full of male genitalia Innocent hanging fun. out. Right. <laughs> and as part of that story, now there's an Arizona man whose grandma was, wow. she decided to donate her body to science. Oh, and he has now Meemaw. learned that Meemaw was sold to the military and used for blast testing. Okay. So anyway. Oh, sorry, Meemaw. <laughs> an Arizona man recently learned that his mom's body was sold to the military for blast testing after he donated it in the hopes that it could be used for science. Doris Stauffer was 73 years old when she died in hospice care more than five years ago. She had suffered from Alzheimer's during the last years of her life, but doctors said that she uh, didn't carry the gene for it. They were worried that the disease may have mutated, and they hoped to study her brain to find out more about her disease after she died. When Stauffer died, her neurologist couldn't accept the body, so her son Jim Stauffer reached out to other donation facilities, hoping that they could use her body for research. Mm-hmm. He reached out to so, the wrong one. Somebody's like, bring her on. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so... He says that he felt foolish, Jim Stoffer told local ABC affiliate KNXV, because I'm not a trusting person, but in this situation, you have no idea that this is going on. Sure. You just trust. I think that trust is what they feed on. The Biological Resource Center in Phoenix, so it was in Phoenix, Yeah, uh, they picked up her body within 45 minutes of her death, and her son signed paperwork that specified what could and could not be done with the body. I'm going to go out on a limb. He probably didn't read the fine print. (laughs) Blast detonation was not one of them. He probably didn't read the fine print. That center, the same one that recently made headlines for being a human chop shop, was raided by the FBI in 2014. Horrifying details about the discoveries made at the center came to light recently after an agent described what they saw as part of a civil lawsuit against the business owner. And get this dude's name. I mean, he was born for this. His name was Stephen Gore. Oh, man. (laughs) 
That ain't right. I shouldn't have laughed at that. <laughs> anyway, former FBI agent Mark Snar uh, described seeing a cooler filled with male genitalia and a large torso with the head removed and replaced with a smaller head sewn together in a Frankenstein-like manner. Wow. Maybe they thought it was a bodybuilding competition. <laughs> Just misunderstood. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, they were I mean, evidently they were treating these people like human Legos. Yeah, right. <laughs> My gracious. That's that's bizarre. That is bizarre. A few days after Stauffer signed the papers, he received a wooden box with what he, what he was told were the majority of his mother's ashes. Oh. He didn't learn the truth until a Reuters report contacted him a couple years ago with documents showing what really happened to his mother's body. It was one of many sold to the U.S. Army for blast testing. She was then supposedly, get this, strapped in a chair on some sort of apparatus, and a detonation took place underneath her to simulate and kind of get an idea of what the human body goes through when a vehicle is hit by an IED. Wow. Thank you for your service, Meemaw. <laughs> yes. You know? I know. She's helping our soldiers out. You know, she had, she didn't carry the gene for Alzheimer's and yet they had it. And he was hoping yeah. that science could learn, right. hey, yeah. is it going to be possible for all of us to get this? Right. Has yes. the disease mutated? Yeah. No, let's just put her in a chair and blow her up and see well, what happens. You know, part I'm, of me. I don't want to say one of them is more important than the right. other, but dadgummit, one of them is more right. important than the other. True. Well, you know, like I wouldn't want this to happen to my mom or right. my dad, you know, any of my loved ones. But let's say like you were like, hey, John, donate my body to science. And they were like, we want to use this body for blast test. I'd be like, absolutely. Can I watch? You know, yes. like, wouldn't that be just great? Well, now I'll say this and I hate it for this guy. And oh, yeah, I cannot for the life of me understand. And I wouldn't want this to happen to, like you said, any of my loved ones. Right. But now, as far as me. I don't care. I don't really care yeah. what they do. No, I mean, I if they want to blow me up or they want to study my brain yeah. or make love to it one last time, oh, I don't easy care. There, Tiger. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> easy I don't there. care. I don't care okay. what they do. Well, I don't want to be cremated. I'm, I'm on the record as that. But right. if they want to blow me up and then get the thing you're getting back together, that. yeah. And it's all said and done with anyway. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's what say they know that the ashes they handed the dude aren't actually his mom's. Because if she got blown up, there's probably some ashes. Well, they said that it was the majority of her ashes, but right. it may be a little bit of so this dude's some... meatball and <laughs> well, Paul maybe. Paul and whoever else. I figure some probably blew off in the wind. You some know, they it, had to do it outside, I would imagine. Some of it may have been Lieutenant. At Dan, I don't know. <laughs> Could have been. Wow, that's sad. I mean, I know. we're here making fun of this dude's meme hall who died. <laughs> that's not good. That's not good. But we didn't blow it up. No, absolutely had nothing to do with it. <laughs> yes. I have not bought a body or sold a body yes. on the record. Okay. And if I had the U.S. Army on the phone right now, I would say stop it. I, I don't know stop that I'd tell them to guys. stop it, but I'd be like, let's disclose, you know, and there needs to be a little bit more disclosure process. Because <laughs> yes. I guarantee there are people that sign up for it, you know? Yeah. They'd be like, yeah. yeah, blow me up. Right. Especially people that are like, you know, not as brave as our troops, you know, I'm going to help out the military and they get on in there and get blown up for Uncle Sam. Well, I mean, if you get free cremation services and it don't cost you nothing, it might be worth it. It might be financially beneficial to do that. And if you like hate your mother-in-law, it might be something you want to watch. 
Yeah, just show up yeah. and be like, man, that old bitty, it's time for her to get blown up, you know? <laughs> but again. She never thought I was good enough. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that about my mother-in-law. I love my mother-in-law, and that's a true scout's honor. My mother-in-law is amazing, yes. okay? She's awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, some people might be like, sign her on up. Yeah. Anyways. But again, like, if I'm that dude and this is my mom, and I have been told by her neurologist, hey, we yeah. want to study her brain right. and make sure that the human race is not, all of us are not in danger right. of catching Alzheimer's. Yeah. I would be a little upset yeah. that, no, Definitely. they just strapped her in a chair and blew her up. Yeah, no, that would probably concern me too. Yeah. And I, you know, poor naive John, I didn't know. I thought when you donated your body to science, you just told him at the hospital, like, hey, yeah, y'all just keep her, do whatever you want to with her. <laughs> right. You know, like, y'all do some experiments or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Let the first year medical student take out her liver or whatever, yeah. you know. I didn't realize you could, like, sell it to somebody or, you know, turn it over to a private company who then in turn sells it to the University of Tennessee or the <laughs> Army yes. or you know, sews her head on a torso of a toddler. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't know any of that existed. Or Cyberdyne systems (laughs) in the Terminator resurgence. Like, (laughs) dude comes back as a robot. True. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) uh, that's not funny to laugh at. Poor guy (laughs) lost his mama, you know? Yeah. Or his Grammy or whatever it was for him. But let's talk about a story out of Florida. We Let's bring this show up a little bit, okay? <laughs> yes. <laughs> let's, let's get it back on course. Okay, so let's move on <laughs> off of Grammy getting blown up, okay? Yes. That's uh, depressing to a lighthearted story. Thoughts uh, and prayers. Thoughts and prayers, yeah, definitely. That, that dude needs them. And let's quit selling bodies without letting people know yeah. what's going on. Uh, but let's move on to uh, a story from the Miami Herald. And the headline reads, a couple married 37 years began to argue. Okay. This seems pretty normal. Not uncommon. The rest of the headline reads, then out came the dog bone, cops say. No. No. Maybe they were reconciling. <laughs> we'll just have to get into the... Is that a euphemism for something? <laughs> we just, they say makeup's the best. I don't know. Because me and my wife don't fight. So... Uh, a dis- <laughs> I would say makeup's very short. <laughs> a dis- depends on how good your dog bone is. <laughs> a disagreement between a longtime married couple at their Hudson, Florida home escalated Thursday night. According to a police report from the Pasco County off- Sheriff's Office, deputies responding to a domestic disturbance call made contact with the victim who said her thir- husband of 37 years had attacked her. It's not good. No. no excuse for domestic abuse. I agree. Unless she burns dinner. Uh, the woman <laughs> stated, I was just kidding. Just kidding. Unless you can't joke about that stuff these days. <laughs> because joke. there's some dude out there who'll be listening to this. Right, like, yeah. Daggone right, right. You better right. not burn my dinner. That's right. I don't work hard all day. You know, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So don't nobody beat on their spouse. No. Okay. Uh, the woman you can go to McDonald's and get you yeah, some 99 right. cent cold fries. Ex- uh, the best fries. <laughs> The woman's. I took a survey on the canoe trip, by the way, and McDonald's was by far the winner. Yeah, well, right. 
I would be more apt to believe you if the scout code wasn't a scout is never honest. <laughs> it's a scout is trustworthy. <laughs> all right. These are trustworthy young men and women now who are yeah. going to lead the next generation into uh, prosperity. So they're going to mislead you to them golden arches. <laughs> they're all going to be like me with like high <laughs> cholesterol and clogged arteries. <laughs> anyway, okay. I'm sorry. Now let's get back to the dog bone. The woman stated that during an altercation, the defendant, Salvatore de Sola, threw a dog bone and struck her in the shoulder. Oh, man. So, okay. so it's a real dog it's bone. It's a real dog bone. <laughs> yes. He threw it like a ninja star. That's right. Hit her in the shoulder. Yes, exactly. Okay. It's unclear if the victim received medical attention. Um, <laughs> I, hope, I hope i mean okay domestic violence is not funny no, it's no straight matter. up cracking up about it yeah <laughs> that said i hope that dude stood over and said you got boned <laughs> <laughs> like who let the dogs out <laughs> de solo was arrested for battery of on a person of 65 years or older He's a 71-year-old retiree, and he's behind bars on a $2,000 bond, and the police did not specify if the dog bone was recovered. <laughs> so that's the end of the article. Well, I believe in an eye for an eye, so I think he should have to stand there, It'll and she gets, to, she gets to throw the dog bone at him. <laughs> that might be the way to do it. And I then if, if, you know, if she can't throw that hard, then we get one of the young sergeants Standing oh, yeah. over there, who goes to the gym four yeah. days a week, just get and the, get, let him throw the dog yeah. bone at him. Get the quarterback where they're paying down at Miami to do it. Yeah. You know, get that big, huge one that you get down at Sam's Club for oh, like yeah. five ninety nine at Christmas time with a bow on it. <laughs> right, that yeah. straight up looks like something Captain Caveman would be lugging around. <laughs> right, let him yeah. throw a dog bone at him. Maybe get Dan Marino to come back and do it. Yeah, you know? yes. <laughs> that would be no. People forget Dan Marino. <laughs> Really great quarterback. Yeah. Also, the only other man to model isotoner gloves besides OJ. So, <laughs> I mean, they're both in on that, too. A little sports humor for you. Yeah. So, I was talking football with Jonathan. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so don't beat your spouse if you're out there, number one. No, no excuse for des- domestic abuse. And don't throw dog bones at people, you know? Right. Moral of the story, kids. Blow kisses. Yeah, I mean, if somebody makes you mad, there ain't no reason to take it to violence, you know, because, in my opinion. <laughs> you know, okay, I know historically violence has solved a lot of problems. <laughs> but it's in, caused a lot, too. <laughs> but in common, everyday life, yeah, as far as the civilians are concerned, right? violence, I, I will say rarely <laughs> solves but, problems. You know, they've been married 37 years. There's no telling the type of stuff she could bring up that she just remembers that he's done wrong. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know how a woman will do that every once in a while. I'll be <laughs> like, well, you didn't get me flowers for Valentine's Day in 1998 or whatever. And you're like, well, well you even... just come back and say, well, you, I don't remember you getting me flowers either. <laughs> I don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I learned a long time ago that it's much, and this doesn't even have to do with marriage, just in general, it's much easier to just go, hey, I, I'm sorry I was wrong. Yes. And then just in your mind go, man, I was totally right. I'm straight <laughs> up 100% right. But let's just end this I'm going right to let now. her believe that yeah. because she is the weaker vessel. It's just like. <laughs> but 
<laughs> but I know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just a whole lot easier. I mean, it, it ends so many problems uh, in life. If you just like, yeah, you know, and I, I, that's my bad. That's on me, you know, hand up. That was my fault. I'm so sorry. And the whole time I'm saying that, I'm going, I'm a hundred percent right. I just don't have time to deal with you. Yeah. So, you know, and in my mind, I win every argument by doing that. I've never lost an argument. So <laughs> just, yeah. just so you know, <laughs> Well, maybe maybe Deidre's not listening outside the door. <laughs> I would like to say I I would really like to throw a dog bone at this guy. You know, <laughs> I would pay twenty dollars to yeah. to get to throw a dog bone. That's at a good dude. raffle. You know, yeah. Well, he could do that. Well, if we, you know, like they used to put people in the uh, the stocks, you know, or whatever, out mm-hmm. in the middle of the town square, and people would throw, throw fruit, fruit at them or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Maybe we should bring that back. You pay twenty dollars, it goes towards school supplies or whatever, <laughs> yeah. and you can just like rocket a old tomato in his face or a dog bone or, or dog bone. Yeah, I'm kind of for I'm that. I'm take a Mark McGuire swing <laughs> with it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I think like uh, in Last of the Mohicans, where that dude throws that like war club, you yeah, know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite scene in that movie, by the way. Chingachgook. Yeah. That's the dude's name. <laughs> wow. See, I don't know a lot about movies, but I know his name. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on here. His son was Uncus. Uncus. Yeah. Yeah. Uncle Uncus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read a story, and really, this is my one story that doesn't you know, take a horrible turn. Yeah. Into the dark realms of human nature. But <laughs> although I guess one could argue that this one is maybe a little bit dark too. Well, let's see. But it's kind of like hot topic evil. Okay. <laughs> you know? All right. Hot topic evil. <laughs> it's like evil. mall evil, yeah, you know? Right. Yeah. Amazon allegedly scammed out of $370,000 oh. by a 22 year old's returns of dirt. Wow. A 22-year-old had been arrested in an alleged scam of the largest internet retailer that totaled nearly $370,000. Like, he's wow. well on his way to half a million. By selling return packages filled by, I'm sorry, by sending return packages filled with dirt. James Gilbert Cartain of Malpa de Marca, Spain, allegedly swindled Amazon by filling up the ordered items boxes with dirt and registering with the exact weight of the of the product he would then receive a refund from Amazon and he would sell the original item that he had originally purchased according to El Espanol and El Dario de Marcala I'm assuming those are oh, Spanish publications yeah. yes yeah trusted news sources <laughs> over there the return packages would end up sitting around in Amazon's warehouses and they weren't checked all that often I would say uh-huh. no. Yeah. If you've got a $370,000 yeah. of dirt over there in the corner. Right. Yeah, that's somebody's who's in charge of that department got fired, <laughs> yeah. I guarantee you. Yes. They're like, wait a minute, Jim, you're not checking these every week? It says that the scam wasn't discovered until a random search where someone opened a box and discovered that it was full of dirt. Oh. So they weren't, it's not even like they eventually got to the boxes. This was just, hey, let's do a random search. Uh-huh. And they got one of his dirt boxes. Amazon's return policy states that items shipped from the website, including Amazon's warehouse, can be returned within 30 days of receipt. Refunds are processed in two business days, and customers can expect their refunds to show in their account three to five business days later. 
The right. report states the success of the alleged scam by the dude, I'm not going to say his name again, <laughs> who has been released on bail enabled him to create his own company. Oh. So he used all this like returned money to, <laughs> to start his own Amazon business. Well, it seems like if you were going to do this, mm-hmm. you, you would create an alias and you know, mail it back from like a, a fake address or, yeah. you know, like get it delivered to a post office box or <laughs> Rusty something. Shackleford. Yeah, exactly. But you got to have a, you got to have a credit card though, right? I don't think you do. I mean, I guess you do. You got to have a, a credit card or a payment, PayPal yeah. account. I mean, you can't buy stuff in with cash from Amazon. Could you get a prepaid card at like Walmart and leak it with cash and link it to your PayPal file account. I don't know. Maybe we should talk after the show. <laughs> you know, I was just <laughs> I was rolling over on ideas. But the problem with this is like this dude probably lived pretty large for a few years, yeah. and now he's probably going to get like you know in prison mm-hmm. and prison stuff happening to him for you know <laughs> five or six years. Not the best plan. Spanish prison stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know anything about Spanish prisons, but I assume every prison <laughs> is the worst there's prison. An element. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think there's definitely an element in every prison because there's humans in yeah. every prison. Exactly. And humans tend to do certain things. Yeah, and it's not cool. <laughs> no. Uh, remind me sometime to tell you about my buddy who used to work at the jail down here. Oh, oh he had some no. stories. <laughs> he had some stories. Oh, maybe we could get him on the podcast. Maybe so. He's a sheriff's deputy now, so I don't know how much how willing he is to talk. <laughs> yeah, like he was way back when. But wow. Yeah, he had some real good stories. But you know, it's not like this dude had a pretty good plan. He should have just used an alias. Yeah, you know, and then had some sort of plausible deniability over it all. I don't know. He just. I mean, next time, consult me, buddy, and we'll get this worked out. <laughs> or you get you. some other dude to order yeah, the stuff for you. Right, exactly. And then he sends it back. Yeah, and then you're just like, hey, man. <laughs> and then we split the profit. I'm split the profit. You take all the not- risk. Yeah, exactly. We split 50% of the profit. Yes, you just got to find like a meth head <laughs> or something. You know, that's willing to do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe there's not a meth problem in Spain. I don't know. I don't know. This is Earth Oddity. Well, I'll tell you another criminal here who's on the run. This is a pretty good story. My friend Todd sent this to me. Uh, also sent me the dog bone story, by the okay. way. Okay. Todd's like my number one source of weird news uh, <laughs> for the most part. And I thank you for it. It makes my job a lot easier here. <laughs> uh, this comes from KARK.com. It's an NBC affiliate. It says, police seek woman who urinated on potatoes in Walmart. Hmm. So I just want to make a stance right now. The people out there that are messing with our food in Walmart, licking ice cream, <laughs> peeing on potatoes, whatever, yes. you just need to stop. <laughs> stop. We, we just got to stop. We're, we're going to have a problem. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be vigilante justice <laughs> on all of y'all. I love food too much for y'all to be doing this. <laughs> this is from West Mifflin, Pennsylvania. Okay. Police are seeking a woman who they say urinated on potatoes at Walmart in western Pennsylvania. Okay, last time I checked, Walmart has public restrooms. Yeah, definitely. And I can I can honestly think of no benefit to peeing on potatoes no. when you could use a public restroom. Right. Exactly. Yes, you're exactly right. <laughs> okay. I have no counter-argument to that. <laughs> West Mifflin police posted surveillance videos on their Twitter account. 
It is not known when the incident took place. A Walmart representative told WPXI-TV an employee saw the woman, saw what the woman was doing. Okay. I mean, do you not just tackle her at that point? Or maybe if that's like your thing, you just watch. <laughs> well, I'm thinking if it's me, I'm just, I'm, I'm probably standing there going, this cannot be what it looks like. What you got to say? There has to be some type of rational explanation. People are like, hey, lady, stop them. Taters got eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and they're getting an eyeful. That's right. In a statement, Walmart told the station it immediately disposed of the effective products and sanitized the area. That, Of course, they would say that. Whether they did or they didn't, Walmart said it's working with police to find the person and have her prosecuted. Absolutely. Absolutely. To the fullest extent of the law, please. Uh, because the, when we we want golden russet potatoes, that's not no, what we yeah. want. Right, man. I mean, I just want a nice baked potato. It's not that kind of golden. No. <laughs> The incident comes weeks after video posted on social media shows people licking ice cream from freezers at Walmarts in Texas and Louisiana. Yeah. All right. So Pennsylvania, Texas, and Louisiana, you're all on notice. Okay. <laughs> y'all got to, y'all need to call your nuts up there. <laughs> and you know what? Walmart, you're just on notice nationwide. <laughs> right. Okay. Yes. I mean, I we've get... been concerned for a long time, but <laughs> now it's time we sit down and have a talk. Okay. But, but you know, like in all of Walmart's meetings and everything, <laughs> never once were they probably like, you know what? We need to keep people from peeing on the potatoes. <laughs> like what's our policy? <laughs> yes. you know? How do you make a rule book yeah, like right. that? Hey, Jim, what are, what are we doing here to keep people from peeing on potatoes? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, That's <laughs> a good point. It never came up in conversation. And uh, yeah, Walmart had a bad run here lately you know <laughs> yeah. real bad run they've had a bad run for yeah. a while you know people but still keep now, going there well i was gonna say now it's starting to affect other people right like yeah. used to you went to walmart and you, you saw might see some crazy stuff <laughs> yeah say you saw a bright colorful cornucopia of humanity <laughs> yeah, at americana but it didn't get in my food no, it wasn't right. in my ice cream left it, it wasn't on my potatoes you left it when you left walmart you left the cornucopia That's exactly right yes yeah and now they're bringing it home to us <laughs> yes. and i don't appreciate it one <laughs> bit no you know, no. and I'm a guy that if, if I drop a chip on the floor, I'll pick it up and eat it. But I'm at my house when I do that, you know? Yes. You know, I'm not like But super... you don't pick it back up and put it back in the bag. No, And then right. stick it back on the shelf. Exactly. I'm not a germaphobe or anything, but this is over the line. I know. know? And, and frankly, some of the stuff I've seen on social media lately, the floor sounds like a, a sanitary yeah, thing right. compared to some of the stuff no. I've seen going on. Yeah, you're right. You're definitely right. I just, I just, I hope these people are strung up in the town square and we get to throw <laughs> tomatoes at them. They deserve it. And dog bones. Yeah. You know, I saw the girl that licked the ice cream that said she was looking at like 20 years in jail. That seems a little excessive, but, but I'm starting, if to, you I'm started, starting to rethink yeah, that. If you started the trend of people <laughs> messing with our food at Walmart. I mean, hey, somebody has to be made an example of. Exactly. And since you started it, mm -hmm. I see no better person to start with I mean, but yeah, you. We need to make an example out of you harshly. You yes. know? I mean, I can't root for the death penalty, 
but let's go right up to it. Life in prison, you know, <laughs> yes. uh, don't be messing with our food. Like as a society, we decided we're all going to go to one place because we're all too lazy and dumb to grow our own food. <laughs> we're all going to go to one place and yes. get our food, you know, and we're all like, hey, everybody be cool, you know, like don't be peeing on the potatoes. Don't be licking on the ice cream. And it's worked well for years. And, and now, now someone over there in the frozen food section screaming anarchy on Instagram. <laughs> right. Yes. Can't have that. No. And you got to go in and take a leak on the potatoes, you know? Why would you do that? I don't know. I would have picked bananas. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Seems like a much more comfortable seat, you know? Yes. The potato bags are rough, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. Man. Well, don't pee on potatoes if you're out there. All right. So don't uh, pee on food in general. Yeah. How about that? Right. So if we're going recapping today's episode thus far, <laughs> don't blow up granny. <laughs> don't throw a dog bone at your spouse. Don't pee on potatoes. And don't go missing in a cooler in a grocery store. <laughs> yeah. okay? okay? And return dirt to Amazon. Yeah. Just life lessons from John and Tiny. What you got next? Well, I got a very sensitive story. <laughs> okay. Okay? So if if you're sensitive and to things you might not want to listen to this it's not like gross well i guess it could be considered gross but it's not like gory this has been a rough episode it has and i feel like and we're about to turn the corner <laughs> here that <laughs> how about this for the new listeners they're not all like this yeah but planet earth was especially naughty this last week <laughs> it really were so we have a story out of Pembroke, Pembroke Pines, Florida. Police are searching for a man who has been approaching women in two Pembroke Pines neighborhoods oh, no. and masturbating in front of them. No, 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 no. According to authorities. The and inc- I thought peeing on potatoes was bad. Yeah, no. This is what, at least he's not in a grocery store. God. I don't want him doing that on potatoes no, either. No, you know? no, no, no. No. According to authorities, the incident occurred at the Avant apartment complex and at the Harvard Cove apartments between July 19th and July 24th. Police say the man, who is dressed in black and wearing a black mask, approached the women on foot in the parking lots of the apartments, uh, exposed his penis to them, and then masturbated. The incident occurred between the hours of 9 p.m. and 2 a.m., Similar incidents were reported uh, at the Avan Apartments in October 2018 and this past January. So we got a serial beater here. <laughs> um, but it's unclear whether the same man was involved in these incidents. I will say chances are pretty high. <laughs> yes. uh, Pembroke Pines Police Department is seeking video footage or any information from the public about the culprit's identity. And so everybody listen up if you live down in that area. Those with information are asked to call Detective Silver at 954-437-1105. And those who wish to remain anonymous, for whatever reason, (laughs) can call the Broward County Crime Stoppers at 954-493-8477. we got to get this guy behind bars. You may want to just go ahead and put that into your speed dial because something tells me this dude is quick. Oh, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> you, know? you know, like, I have so many questions. Like, number one, like, are you, like, ready to go before you pop out? <laughs> you know? 
Well, I'm assuming. I need a little ramp up time. Maybe I'm getting older or something. <laughs> I'm assuming these women don't just let him finish. Yeah, right. So you got to. So this dude's got to be quick on the gotta, draw. Yeah, he's like fastest gun in the West. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, like I said, I need a little build up here. You know? Like, I, I don't. I, I just don't get it. And I don't get the fascination with that anyway. I don't either. You know, like out of all the weird stuff people are into, that's one of the weirdest. Like I'm just going to expose myself to random people. Yeah. Like, hey, man, I like you got to be really proud to do that, you know? And so often when you see the mugshot, yeah. you're like, he shouldn't be. No, you're right. Exactly. And it's always a dude. You know yeah. what I mean? It's oh, not, yeah. Women aren't doing this. No, never. never. <laughs> well, I don't know if I told this story on the podcast one time. We went on a youth trip to Panama City Beach uh, when I was in church. Wonderful place. Oh, to take perfect a church place to youth take group. a Southern Baptist youth group. <laughs> Not ten minutes after we had unloaded out of the bus, and me and like some other guys were like, "Hey, we're gonna go get a drink over here at this gas station while they're checking us in." We're walking down the street. This girl goes by, like a carload of girls goes by, and this chick just flashes her boobs at us and they're all like screaming <laughs> you know i'm like 15 or like this is the greatest youth trip i've ever been on you know <laughs> so it does happen but I, I think that was more like we're having fun not i'm like some weirdo pervert you know right. like i'm just a drunk college girl and here's a bunch of teenage boys you know let's give them a show right not a not a i'm wearing a mask and i'm jumping out <laughs> of the bushes and you know, rubbing one out real quick, you Golly. know? I mean, that's not cool. That's terrible. It is. I don't get it. I don't get the guys that do that. And if you're a guy out there who does that, shame on you. You should not do that. Stop it. Yeah, right. I mean, go marry an ugly woman. <laughs> Let her help you out. I mean, like, there's ways we can get around this, you know? Well, I mean, as terrible as this is, I mean, the internet has provided... Is, a way for you to do this for real? I haven't heard. Not be. I'm, I'm unaware. What are you talking about? Well, <laughs> like, I don't, I'm just saying. I don't know what you're talking about. Tony. If you have to expose yourself, like get on a webcam and go to some dark area of the internet where all the oh, other yeah. perverts go. Yeah. Oh yeah, y'all could all hang out together and do yeah, this. Yeah, don't don't expose Meemaw, who's just right, trying yeah. to come home from her knitting class. Right, and, yeah, or like some lady hey, who's like worked yeah. her shift at Wendy's and she's just trying to get home to her apartment and go to sleep. You know, her feet's yeah. hurting and all that. Mm -hmm. Like, do you think your one of them is going to be like, "Hey, big boy, come on up"? You know, I mean, like I don't get it. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't get your fascination with it. If you're one of these people, call into the show and let me know, <laughs> just like what what it is that <laughs> that is like. Yeah. I just don't get it. I don't know. You Stop know? it. Yeah. And like, yeah, like you say, you got to be quick on the troll. <laughs> you know, like if you're going to fire one off before they run away. Well, my next story here is uh, a man goes into a hospital for a routine bladder operation. Yeah. I'm sure that happens every day. Oh, yeah. This was a very routine yeah. operation. But uh, he ended up with a circumcision. Oh, Okay. Yes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> a man, into a, man went into a hospital for a routine bladder operation. Well, uh, headline here. Man goes into hospital for bladder operation, leaves with a circumcision after a medical mix-up. Oh, man. A man who, has, who went to a hospital has been paid 20,000 pounds in compensation. I'm going to need more than that. I don't know what the conversion <laughs> rate is. I'm going to need more than that. After doctors accidentally circumcised him instead, Terry Brazier had his foreskin removed 
after the Lyshare Royal Infirmary mixed up his paperwork and mistook him for another patient. This is what socialized medicine gets you <laughs> right here. <laughs> Dang, that's what it gets you. The seventy-year-old report. Uh, the seventy-year-old reportedly did not notice the wrong procedure was being carried out because he was distracted as he was chatting to nurses. What? <laughs> Well, I mean, I know they'd probably deaden you up, but still. <laughs> hey, you guys are tugging down there a little too much. What's that got to do with my bladder? <laughs> That's right. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you do that. He's 72, by the way. I mean, he's lived a long time with a turtleneck on. I mean, unless you know? he's recently converted to Judaism. I right. don't know. I can't think of any reason for this. No, either. It's like a very late bris. Is that what they call it? Or- yeah, something like that. Mr. Brazier had gone into the hospital for a cristoscopy. I think that's what that says. Uh, it's a procedure where they it. look inside the bladder by inserting a thin camera in a tube into the urethra. Okay. That's Sounds painful fun. just here. <laughs> Sounds yeah. fun. Uh, he was also due to receive Botox injections into his bladder. Oh. but I after, didn't know you could do that. <laughs> I didn't either. But after doctors uh, treating him were given the wrong notes, they gave him a circumcision. Oh. The shocked petitioner only found out afterwards when the embarrassed doctors had to admit their mistake. Oh. The nurse was at the side of me, and we were talking, so I didn't know what was going on, he told the Daily Star. Well, I don't want to blame the victim, but maybe you should pay a little bit more attention. Right. Yeah. You know? It was a real surprise, I, I would imagine. Right. He has now successfully claimed 20,000 pounds in compensation from the NHS Trust, which runs Lanchester Royal Infirmary. Andrew Furlong, medical director at the University Hospitals of Lyshire Trust, said, quote, We remain deeply and genuinely sorry that they that the mistake occurred, and I would like to take this opportunity to, to once again apologize to Mr. Brazier. We so, ta- oh, I'm sorry. I didn't, we take I- events like this very seriously and carried out a thorough investigation at the time to ensure what we learned from this incident and do all we can to avoid it happening again. While money can never undo what happened, we hope this payment provides some compensation. You want to know how much 20,000 pounds is in U.S. dollars? I'm guessing $30,000. $24,400. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Would you sell your foreskin for that? Absolutely. They got to pay me. I mean, if it's already attached. <laughs> I mean, I was about to say, I, I I parted with that long ago. Yeah, I didn't even get anything. I didn't anything have a before. choice. Yeah, no choice at all. Yes. But uh, I would just, I would, if I was 70 years old and they were like, how much for your foreskin? I would up the price. <laughs> yes. You know, I'd be like, hey, I've gotten attached to this thing here. <laughs> you know, we've been together. We've been through a lot of wars together, buddy. You know, I'm going to at least need 100000 <laughs> yes. Let's start the bidding at one grand, 100 <laughs> You know, yeah. I don't know. That's tough. So That's tough. Yep. I mean, at least he's 70. So, I mean, he's got a lot of good years out of it. <laughs> maybe, I was about to say, maybe he can finally end the debate and tell us, you know, which way's better. Yeah, right. Hood because, up or hood down. Because I feel like I feel like everyone who has an opinion on this and says it's better this way or better the other way, it really doesn't have an idea. Has been this way yeah. from from birth, right? And 
don't know any better unless, like we were talking about you know, yeah. one time, unless they've recently converted to Judaism True. and they've experienced it both ways. Yeah. I I mean, I, I just have to say it's pretty doggone good like it is for me. You know? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, have no, I have no complaints. So, uh, I, but I don't know what the other side is. Um, and I'll never know. Yeah, I'll never know <laughs> until I get to heaven and ask God. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> And ask God for my foreskin back. Remember? Yes. We, that's a callback to an earlier episode. Uh, now, I did two stories back to back, so you got to go back to back. I realized that halfway you? through the last oh, story. Man, I'm so sorry. That's fine. I don't matter. We switch it up on everybody. Now, I'm on my last one, so. Right. Okay. No, you got the Epstein one, don't you? That's what's coming up. Yeah. And But that's the only one I got, though. Yeah. So somehow we switched somewhere, I guess. Uh, yeah, I did two back to back. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, we're going to end on this one. Uh, this is the this is the perfect story to end this wretched, <laughs> terrible episode of Earth Oddity. It's been quite funny to me while we're talking. You know, <laughs> yes. I don't know about on listen back, but I've had a good time. I hope my mama don't listen to this. <laughs> my mom will. <laughs> She's been disappointed in me for a long time, though. This is nothing new. Uh. Let's talk about this dude named Jeffrey Epstein. Have okay. you ever heard of him? Yeah, he's been in the news a little bit here lately. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein wanted to have his nether regions frozen and brought back to life in the future. Okay. I thought this was a fake news story. Yeah. I thought this can't be real. And even a, a publication such as Vanity Fair, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm sure that uh, I'm like, okay, they're just having a bit of fun. Right. This can't be real. But apparently there were several outlets that, that carried this story. This was a well-known thing in certain circles. Right. And right now I'm trying to tell the website that I don't want their newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's finally happened, the article reads. We finally gotten to the arc of the Jeffrey Epstein narrative in which we learned the accused sex trafficker reportedly spent years telling scientists about his dream to, quote, seed the human race with his DNA and separately to have his brain and his man parts cryogenically frozen and brought back to life at a future time and place. America's paper of record, the New York Times, reports that on multiple occasions starting in the early 2000s, Mr. Epstein told scientists and businessmen about his ambitions to use his New Mexico ranch as a base where women would be impregnated with his seed and would give birth to his babies, according to two award-winning scientists and an advisor to a large co to large companies and wealthy individuals, all of whom Mr. Epstein told about this. It was not a secret, the advisor, for example, said that he was told about the plans not only by Mr. Epstein at a gathering at his Manhattan townhouse, but also by at least one prominent member of the business community. One of the scientists said that Mr. Epstein divulged his idea in 2001 at a dinner at the same townhouse. The other recalled Mr. Epstein discussing it with him at a 2006 conference that he hosted in St. Thomas in the Virgin Islands. Incredibly, this highly disturbing dream told to multiple people did not raise any red flags. Well, I imagine when you're a billionaire, people probably just kind of yeah. say tell you yes and fall in line. Right. Scientist Jaron Lanier, a pioneer in the field of virtual reality, told the Times that at a dinner at Epstein's townhouse, 
A NASA scientist mentioned that Epstein's goal was to impregnate 20 women at a time, having based his idea for a baby ranch on accounts of the repository for germinal choice, which was to be stocked with the sperm of Nobel laureates who wanted to strengthen the human gene pool. So basically what this is, is this is uh, eugenics. Right. You know, back from the 20s. Right. And trying to wreak havoc again. Amongst yeah. the elites. Well, like, what are the, this Epstein guy must have had a high opinion of himself, right? Yeah, like, why Why would you, I mean, like you said, you got to have a yeah. high opinion of yourself. To I mean, think 20 that women you're at the same guy. time has a certain appeal to it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, but apparently this dude, I mean, he's just wanting to. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't that good looking. That's what I'd say. You know, hey, man, you ain't that good looking, dude, <laughs> you know? And I would say this uh, a billionaire, a, a, you know, Billions of dollars is not going to last that long if you're knocking up 20 women at a time. Well, we'll talk about some child support. <laughs> I mean, my you gracious. Know, goodness gracious. I mean, don't get me wrong. In this day and age, I'm sure there are people who would line up for this. Oh, yeah. To get that check. Yeah. But, man. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's crazy. Says the, that. The freezing it's the crazy. <laughs> like, I'm freezing my private parts. <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah. Like, when I come back, I want my brain and my private parts. Yeah, well, I mean, evidently there's this idea about, you know, collecting, you know, genetic material from Nobel laureates. Right. And he's like, hey, you know what? I should just do that. Yeah, I'll just do it. And I got forget the money. The, and forget the, the Nobel laureates. Yeah. I'll just use my new, my ranch in New Mexico as yeah. my base of operations, and we'll I'm just, just going to do this myself. Yeah, repopulate, and then and have a lot of inbred kids <laughs> later on give, down the line. And, you know... Uh, give rise to an entire generation of sex traffickers. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. Like, man, you're not, not the dude we want no. doing this. Yes. You know? How about, okay, I, I think this whole thing is kind of horrific, but if yeah. we're going to go here, let's stick with the Nobel laureates. Yeah, right. You know? Yes, exactly. I would, at, at least, I would be curious to see how that panned out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. Let's test them in 20 years <laughs> yeah. versus some slumps like me, kids, you know? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that's kind of wild. So anyway, that uh, says he got the impression that Epstein used his dinner parties where guests included attractive women with impressive academic credentials to screen potential candidates to impregnate. Like the sociopath he is, Epstein apparently attracted a host of prominent scientists, including Stephen Hawking, by dangling money for their projects and plying them with the Dom Perignon. That's some kind of champagne. Dom yeah, plying them with Dom Perignon Dom and Brignon. invites to parties on his private island. According to reports, James B. Stewart, Matthew Goldstein, and Jessica Silverberg, Epstein's hope to spread his seed across the human race was in keeping with his longstanding fascination with what has become known as transhumanism, or the science of improving the human population through technologies like genetic engineering and artificial intelligence, or what several decades ago would have been called eugenics, the practice of controlled breeding favored by the Nazis. Yeah, right. The world's bad guys. Yeah, oh yeah. (laughs) They're like the model. Right. You know. Like, we don't want to go down the same road as them. (laughs) And I would imagine Epstein, just based on his name, is probably a Jewish guy, right? You know? (laughs) That's a good point. I mean, come on, man. Says that per the times, there is no evidence that Epstein's plans to populate the earth with little Jeffrey Epstein's came to fruition. Praise the Lord. 
which we can probably all agree is for the good of humanity. Hopefully, too, someone will have the good sense to make sure he's not allowed to have any part of his human body cryogenically frozen, wow. lest it come back to haunt us in subsequent decades. Yeah. Well, you know, I would think, <sighs> you know, Ted Williams had his head frozen, and he was, uh, you know, like probably the greatest hitter of all time in baseball. And he had his, his head frozen when he died. Right. In hopes that, you know, one he day. He come back one day. Yeah, right. And Ted Williams was a, I mean, he's a war hero. He, like, flew combat missions and all that and, and really seemed to be, I don't know, just from the outside, an awesome dude. But if I was going to get something frozen, it would be my head. And I wouldn't worry about the private parts. I'd be like, <laughs> I'm going to try out a new set when, when I come back. <laughs> I want to upgrade. Know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was maybe maybe I'll hit the lottery this time and and I'll be uh they call me muley or something. I don't know. Here's yeah. a question. Okay, let's say you get your head frozen and you come back. You know, you wake up in the future and you're like I don't know, two hundred, three hundred years in the future. Right. But you wake up and you don't have a body. You're just a head. Yeah. And you're behind glass. It's like a in Futurama. a museum, <laughs> and you're there to answer questions from snot-nosed little kids on their about field what trip it was like back about in your what day. It was like I would be the grumpiest <laughs> head in the world. You know, yes. they would take me out of that display case. <laughs> you know. <laughs> That would not be cool. Like you wake up in Ripley's Believe It or Not. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, that would be bad. Like all these Gatlinburg, you know, people coming by. <laughs> yeah. Taking pictures. Right, yes. Taking selfies with you. <laughs> oh, man. You know oh, you hate man. it. Yeah. You that just, would not be cool. You should have just gone on. That's right. That's what you get. You should have got blown up by the military. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, <laughs> Well, I was just in this saying, Epstein seems like a really horrible person. Oh, yeah. And should definitely pay for anything that he's done with this trafficking stuff. And I'm glad that we interrupted his plans to repopulate the earth with him. Here's a question. Are we worried that he's going to, are they going to get him this time? I don't know. Or is he going to get out of this again? One or thing, is he going to get suicided yeah, by, by other well, people? One thing I've learned about the United States justice system is the more money you have, the better chances are that you're innocent. Right. So, you know, maybe maybe they have enough evidence against him that he can't get off, you know. Well, they had uh, they had enough evidence for him oh. to first go around yeah. and let him go anyway. Right. Yeah. I don't so, know. This is round two. There's a lot of like conspiracy talk around the guy, you know, that, <laughs> yes. that I'm not qualified to get into, but I've lightly perused over the uh-huh the past few months but uh, i will say everyone likes to to point fingers at the clintons and that's fair enough but yeah. they are not the only person no, he has close no. ties to There's a, he's he knows a lot of really powerful including people. her current president yeah right so yeah he knows a lot of really powerful people a bunch of them on both sides of the yeah. aisle which could come in handy say if you got arrested for something <laughs> for sex know? trafficking yeah right like yeah. the one time before, yeah, right, and, and he, he got probation. He got probation for, and right. then when he got, and then went off to his private island. Yeah, and had a ranch in New Mexico where he's going to repopulate <laughs> the world. Yeah, yeah. So future sex traffickers. I hope the dude is putting the stock stocks in the middle of the thing, and I can throw <laughs> dog bones at him. You know, I know you're anti death penalty, and I am most of the time, but I might make an exception here. Yeah, I mean. 
I think if, he if should. the stuff that I've read is true, that's a good point. If that right. stuff you're, if the stuff is true, and I think it probably is. I mean, based on this story, which is from really reputable, the New York Times, you know, <laughs> yes, he definitely is a weirdo, and I might would make an exception for him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. So we want to thank our sponsor who's been with us throughout this totally dark episode. <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blend of Spice for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. Right there on the website, you can order the spice and the chip cutter for potatoes. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana. And it's the seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, dog bones, and anything <laughs> else you can think of putting it on. The spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing, and it's easy to use, and it's easy to clean, and it will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. Now imagine you are going to impregnate 20 women at the same time, and you show up with some Cajun curl chips, <laughs> that's going to put them in the mood, you know? I whip them out whenever me and Deidre's getting a little romantic. So, I mean, that's what you want to do, and that's what you can get when you order your spiral potato cutter. Basically, you're getting a guaranteed sleeping party with 20 women. I mean, that's what's going to happen if you cook your chips right. Is that a guarantee from John Long? <laughs> that's, I'm saying basically that... That if you know how to cook them right, you could work this way. You could make this happen, you know. Well, I will say it won't hurt. Yeah, no, definitely going to increase your chances, I think. Especially if she's a big woman. Got a little weight on her, like some potato chips. You got your chances of saying. <laughs> on the website, caseycurl.com, you can not only order the spice and the chip cutter, but you can find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing for the party we just <laughs> talked about. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Vowels Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, Mark's Mart in Northport, South's Finest Meats over on Greensboro and 35th, and... Piggly Wiggly in Northport. Man, I almost forgot the pig. See, it's a pig. That's right. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you feel very patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural. It's low salt. It has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. All right, listen up. World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. CajunCurl.com. Check them out and use the promo code EOP10. That's EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use this spice, but we don't ask you to pay for a price. There we go. Okay, we have a review. All right. We're starting to get towards the bottom of the bucket. <laughs> and when that happens, we go to Podchaser.com. All right. <laughs> where... There is an officer, Kimmy P., who gave us a five-star review. Oh, I wonder who that is. <laughs> this podcast is awesome. Uh, John Long and Tiny Sullivan are so funny. 
that I have to pull over while on patrol because I can't breathe or drive because I'm laughing so hard. You need this podcast in your life. Amen. Well, I would agree with Officer Kimmy P. Absolutely. And agree that everyone out there does need this podcast. Maybe not this episode, (laughs) but most episodes you definitely need in your life. I really think this is going to be an excellent episode. (laughs) I I really do. This is right up my alley. This is like... uh, this would have been a good where's the line episode (laughs) you know i mean (laughs) i know we're the bad boys of southern evangelical humor but i had no idea that we were going to get this far out in the weeds we strayed into like presbyterian territory here you know and not cpa either (laughs) (laughs) you gotta really know some denominations denominational humor to get that Okay, well, Well. uh, everyone out there, uh, if you like what you hear, tell a friend. (laughs) And also tell those friends that our episodes aren't typically this dark. Just look, like, what other podcast gives you, you know, this range? We had public masturbation, public urination. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, domestic violence with a dog moan. Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. We had uh, Amazon scams. Yeah, Amazon scams. Really, our our cleanest story of the night. It really was. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, I mean, you don't get that just from anybody. No. You know, all in one conveniently packed episode. So. I think it's going to be stellar, and it should be one you share, (laughs) just so they come in at the worst. It's going to be one of those episodes you share, just not with your pastor. Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If you go to church with us, let's not bring this up, okay? Also, not to mention, we talked about all that and never, we didn't use any cuss words. Absolutely. So... Yeah, I mean, that's impressive. That's very impressive. (laughs) I probably brushed up against the line a few times in the masturbation story. (laughs) But we got to call it something, John. That's right. And that's what scientists have said we should call it. (laughs) Right. Rubbing it out, right? (laughs) That's a scientific term. Everybody knows that. (laughs) Okay, we have to have one. uh, (laughs) My son this past Sunday, and I know you weren't there because you were on your canoe trip with the the scouts, but uh, Mike Hogue was walking by and. You know, just Mike O is one of the holiest people that I know. He is. I mean, he is what we should all strive to be. (laughs) My son, he stopped him in the hall and told him, he says, hey, just so you know, oh, my gosh, is not a cuss word. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and Mr. Mike looked at him and said, well, no, technically it's not. But you know what? It's awful close to a cuss word. And when you say that and you're saying it in place of what you're really thinking is really just as bad as you saying it. <laughs> and he went on to, to choir practice. Right? So. <laughs> I put you on a prayer list. I know. And I, and like... I have the utmost respect for Mike. I'm not saying that in any way to, <laughs> yeah. to demand mean him like if he was alive when jesus was alive i feel like mike would have been an apostle you know <laughs> right definitely or a disciple he wouldn't have had to settle for some of those fur fishermen <laughs> yeah right yeah he would have picked him out i mean mike's that type of dude oh, love man. him have a lot of respect for him but i would have been embarrassed which i'm sure hudson said a lot of stuff to him over the years that i don't even know about <laughs> yeah so, yeah <sighs> but i mean you know I have said, oh, my gosh, before. Yeah. And not thought about the other thing. Right. Yeah. (laughs) What was the one Billy said the other night? 
cheese and grits or something. <laughs> oh, what was said, it? He said he had cheese he, and crackers. He, no, he said he knew a youth pastor who would say <laughs> he would like be working on something. He would be like, ah, oh, cheese and rice. Yeah, cheese and rice. <laughs> Like, yeah. <laughs> Instead of our deity of choice that we pray to and worship every right. week, yes. he would say cheese and rice. This is a substitute. <laughs> we should just go through like substitute cuss words one day. Just make a list of them. Well, I would, but I'm scared it might get back to my. <laughs> we yeah. did that. That wouldn't be good. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Uh, well, you got anything else? <laughs> nope. Me either. <laughs> I think we've done enough damage for the night. Yes. <laughs> well, you have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast. Please pray for us. <laughs> yes, please. We need it. If you would like to email into the show to tell us about how terrible we are, <laughs> you can get us. We are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us to tell us about how terrible we are, we are at underscore Earth Oddity on Twitter. Do you like pictures? Sometimes we post pictures. And you can DM us on there, too. You can DM us how terrible we are on Instagram. That's we are right. underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. <laughs> and if none of that works and you want to just give us an old-fashioned phone call and yeah. tell us about how terrible we are, mm. what's that phone number, John? It's 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. We hope everyone out there has an excellent week, despite what we've laid on you here <laughs> up front. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. <laughs>